Hello, I'm Kathy Davidson, and welcome to our women's meeting. Like I've said before, there's a group of women here that are endeavoring to walk in the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God, not just being born again, not just being baptized in the Holy Ghost, but walking in the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is with power. And we are taking these sessions lately, and we're learning how to pray. We are learning how to be uh, a lean, mean praying machine, as I've said. And I'd ask you to join us. Join your faith with ours and let God minister to you. All right, let's open with prayer. My Heavenly Father. My Heavenly Father. I would say to you, saith the Lord, my eyes go to and fro in the earth, looking, looking to show myself strong on your behalf looking for those that hearts are perfect toward me. Can you lay down your flesh? Can you give me your all? Can you set aside your world and seek my will, my kingdom? If you can, if you will press in, if you will give me all of your heart, all of your mind, all of your body, I can do things with you that you would never have imagined. I can pour out my power through you, saith the Lord. I've seen it. This thing's, I'm going to take this off. Sorry. All right. Now, we are going to begin today with a testimony. And the testimony is going to be coming from Canada. She, Marty Riley can't be here. And she has a beautiful testimony I wanted everybody to hear. So I asked her to take her phone and do a video. And we have it here. So let's, let's put this on and let's watch Marty testify to us about the power of God. Hi, my name is Marty Riley. And I'm coming to you ladies today from Kelowna, British Columbia. Kathy's asked me to share a testimony of how God delivered me from a spirit of lunacy or insanity. You know, when I first started walking with God many years ago, I think it was the late 90s, early 2000s, I was still part of Water of Life from afar in Canada. I was at home one day and God out of the blue, I was in my living room, said to me, your mother was a, or sorry, your grandmother was a lunatic. And I was like, wow, that's, that's sort of brutal, right? Even though my dad used to say my grandmother, you know, had bats in her belfry. Now this manifested in my mother, I know, because she ended up hospitalized uh, for a nervous disorders or a nervous breakdown. God immediately showed me, told me, um, You've been driven by a spirit of lunacy all of your life. And in front of my face, 
I saw like a deck of cards flashing one after the other, multiple situation after situation after situation to where I thought I was having fun being a superhero. I actually literally used to call myself danger girl, um, put myself in very difficult situations thinking it was fun. Things like driving super fast, playing chicken with cars on the road. I would be in accidents, leaping over railroad tracks, jumping off of bridges. And, you know, I never really got hurt. Massive destruction all around me. And I was virtually unscathed almost every single time. And obviously that was the Spirit of God protecting me because he told me that spirit was in me, driving me all of my life to try to kill me. And I was like, oh my God, I did not know that. None, none of that. And in addition to that, all of my life I had something in my mind that would not shut up. When I was a teenager, it was incessant. It would not shut up. I used to tell people, wow, if I could cut this off, that'd be awesome because this up here is trying to kill me. And um, it, it was nonstop. As soon as I drank alcohol, oh, that shut it off. And alcohol mixed with that spirit was a lot of destruction. And I, I'm, I'm just grateful I'm alive. I do know I hurt a lot of people with my behavior and I'm I don't have anything to say about that I really don't uh, I'm so fast forward I lately last year um, as I'm learning to walk with God and being on um, line with Kathy's show all the time and endeavoring to do all the things that I've been taught to do. I have noticed, had noticed, that my mind would not let go. It would not let go of something. I had to constantly fight to become, loose my mind from something. It was like a dog with a bone. I felt like also murky water. Things were very murky and I just couldn't see. And that I came to find out was confusion which came along with this spirit of lunacy or insanity. And I started crying out and doing the things that this show told me to do. I, or Kathy, not the show. <laughs> the Spirit of God in Kathy on the show. You know, um, I, I drive a van at work sometimes. I do deliveries and it just happened to be these long deliveries and beautiful, beautiful drive um, way out to certain lakes. And I got the opportunity to do lots of praying, and I still get to do that. I um, was praying, and it came up in my spirit. Um, just cry out, God, how long will you leave the righteous forsaken? I heard Kathy say that, and I kept on after that and um on the way back from my delivery i played one of kathy's shows i think it was the gospel in a nutshell and during that program i i was taken aback because that's exactly 
what I had been saying. How long will you leave the righteous forsaken? And I, something started welling up inside of me, and I knew something was going to happen. I've been delivered before from spirits, um, and I'm driving on a highway, and I heard God say, let it out, and came screaming out. I really didn't know exactly what it was, but I do know my mind had a piece about it that I'd never had before. And I do remember also looking, <laughs> looking, you know, to the sides, like, who's looking at me? Is anybody looking at me? Because I screamed, you know, threw my head back, screaming loud, very loud. No, nobody really saw me, but I was, I was doing that. And I, but I had this peace about me, and I still didn't quite understand what it was. And I didn't share this with Kathy just then, but I do know for a fact that I had a peace about me that I didn't know. And I came to find out that Kathy had ministered on the show and I didn't, still didn't see the show. Kathy had asked me if I'd seen the show after I shared this with her and I still hadn't seen the show till the next day, but I still didn't realize until I saw the show that, hey, wait a minute, this, was for me as that was happening that was me i was being delivered of that spirit of insanity even though i wasn't present i'm thousands of miles away and i had this peace about me that i would never experienced in my whole life ever and i'm so grateful to the lord jesus who's continuing to deliver me from all the filth that this vessel has accumulated over the decades, whether it's from my own doing or stuff I was born with, I don't care. I want it gone. And I am grateful to Jesus who keeps having me, you know, walk and be delivered. And I got the opportunity to share this with a girlfriend. My arm's getting sore holding this. My, I got the opportunity, I think it was a day later or something, to share this with a girlfriend. There's only one person really that I could share this kind of stuff with face-to-face, -face. Um, told her a demon, a demon came out. I know she nodded her head politely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, um, she believes that I believe. And um, But she told me, before I told her this, she told me, you have a peace about you that I have never seen before. And I know that was God telling me and confirming that that, is exactly what happened, right? God spoke to her and showed me that, you know, she could see it on my countenance. There was a definite change in the way I look. And I know there's a definite peace in here. And I know there's a confidence in here and a clarity. And that murky water isn't there. That isn't to say that I've had moments to where this, has tried to take a hold of my mind again and it's like oh no you don't no way no way I've been delivered of that and I do have to push it off but I am so not willing to go back I am so grateful to be part of this women's meeting and one thing I didn't share at the beginning like I wanted to but I'm going to share it now because Kathy shared this with me after I shared this testimony with her so I'm going to read um Isaiah 
26.3. And it says, You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusts in thee. Amen. And bless you all. And let's keep walking and let's keep mixing our faith together and, and get victory and overcome and help our families. In Jesus' name, amen. You, Marty. Marty also told me, she said, I didn't put this on the video. She said, because she didn't think about it later, but she said, as a child, and I've had this too, she grew up in, with a spirit of terror. And that, that thing would attack her at night. And she'd be so afraid, she said, I'd be paralyzed as a child in my room. And I've had that happen a couple times with me where I was paralyzed. I couldn't move. I couldn't talk. I could barely breathe. She said the same. You know what? Also with me, that spirit left when, the insanity, when God delivered me from the insanity and terror that was in my family. This is for us. This is the reason Jesus came. This is the reason Jesus came. The Father anointed Jesus. So he went around doing good to all those that were oppressed of the devil. Do you see that God's love is what sent Jesus? He said, you got to go save them. You got to go save them. And you know what Jeremiah said? I think it's Jeremiah. Or is, is it Jeremiah or Ezekiel? It says, you've only healed my daughters slightly. You've only healed my daughters slightly. What the church tells us is you've got you've to be in control. You've got to take, you know, you've got to be the one that doesn't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. You are not welcome here because you, you're too weak or you're this kind of person or you're that kind of person. That is not our God. That is not our God. Jesus said, I didn't come to condemn the world. I came to save it. To save it. And I want to, uh, I believe at the end of this meeting, I think, that's right, at the end of this meeting, I'm going to pray for those. No? Okay, Lord, I'm going to pray for them right now. Father, I pray for every woman, for every person that has that spirit of insanity that wants to let it go that once delivered. Father, I pray now the power of God, that grace, that grace of God that comes in and delivers. Father, I pray for every person now that once delivered from that spirit, that terror, that insanity. I pray for him now in the name of Jesus. I pray for him now in the name of Jesus. I pray for him now, and I'm talking to you, devil. I'm talking to you. You come out of her in the name of Jesus. You cannot have this vessel any longer. You cannot have this vessel any longer. The power of God is greater than you. The blood of Jesus is greater than you. The blood of Jesus is greater than you. Grace is greater than you. Grace is greater than you. I come against this spirit in the name of Jesus. I come against you. I come against 
you. I come against you. I come against you. I cast you out, you wicked thing. I cast you out. 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 I cast you out by the blood of Jesus. I cast you out in the name of Jesus. I cast you out. 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 She doesn't want you. I cast you out. I cast you out. I cast you out. I cast you out. I cast you out in the name of Jesus. I cast you out. I cast you out. Come out of there. I cast you out. Come out. Come out. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out in the name. That's right. Come out in the name of Jesus. 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 You all right? You want me to stop? I didn't know if you were like, oh, I'm done. I get no, thanks. I'm done with you, oh, okay. but not you. Okay. I get thanks, Jesus. In the name of 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 Jesus. In the name. Of Jesus, I break the power of this witchcraft right now over her. I break the power of this witchcraft right now over her. I break the power. I break your power. I break your power, you witchcraft, you lying devil. I break your power. I break your power. I break the power of this witchcraft. 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 I break. Power of this witchcraft. 
Did we get it? You feeling better? together ladies I get thanks Jesus I get thanks Jesus I get thanks Jesus I get thanks Jesus I get thanks father I thank you father I come against this hurt as a child father I thank you I come against this hurt as a child Father, I thank you. You heal the bruised heart. I thank you. That blood heals. That blood heals the bruised heart. That blood heals that bruised heart. I get thanks. That's what we're restoring. I get thanks. I get thanks. I get thanks. I get thanks. In the name of Jesus. 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 Amen. We'll stop for a little bit. You feeling better, Deborah? I get thanks, Jesus. I thank you. I get thanks. I get thanks. We're going to give this woman a breather. If we, I get thanks. If you will turn with me to 1 Timothy 2, verse 1. Do you see what God's after? Do you see what God's after? I get thanks, Jesus. Healing his daughters all the way. Not slightly. All right, 1 Timothy 2, verse 1. This is the Apostle Paul speaking, and he's teaching us about prayer. He said, I exhort. 
Therefore, I exhort. You look that word up. And not only does it mean exhort, it means I admonish. Admonish. In other words, in other words, to warn. This is the way it is, folks. This is what Paul is saying. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, first of all, I exhort, therefore, first of all. Okay, what do we do first? Supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks. Look at this. Sometimes we miss this phrase. Be made for all men. For all men. You know what we do? We skip over that one and we say for kings, for those in authority. But we forget that phrase, made for all men. First of all, supplications, which is a prayer for a specific need, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. First off, I want to show you something right here. It says supplications, prayers, intercessions. Do you know that there is nowhere in that New Testament that I can see that somebody is an intercessor and somebody's not? I've heard, well, God's called me to be an intercessor. I think he's called us all to be an intercessor. You know who God uses to intercede? A yielded vessel. What did he say this morning? My eyes are to and fro looking for somebody that I can show myself strong. You can be an intercessor if you will yield to the Spirit of God. It's not the person that's interceding. It's the Spirit of God through the person that's doing the interceding. All we have to do is be yielded. Our vessel's clean and God will use us. We showed that the first week we talked about prayer. How God used ordinary women to get things done. To get things done. All it takes is a yielded vessel. Now, I exhort you, therefore, first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, giving of thanks be made for all men. All men. Now, turn with me to Matthew 5. We're going to see what Jesus said about that kind of prayer. Matthew 5, verse 43. Jesus also picks up the same thing. And remember, Jesus said, if you love me, you will keep my words. If you love me, you will listen to my words. No. If you love me, you will keep my words. You will do them. And Jesus says here in Matthew 5, You have heard that it has been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, this is a commandment from Jesus, Love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And look, pray for them that despitefully use you and persecute you. Pray for them. Yeah, with a brick. No. Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. That is a commandment of Jesus. You know, the, the last week we got on to about forgiveness. Your prayers will not be heard. Your prayers will not be effective if you do not forgive. Sorry, folks, that's the way the Word of God is, and I'm not sorry. You have to forgive to be forgiven. And I want to read you a verse out of 1 John 3.15. 
Because you think that you can harbor things against people. You cannot. You must forgive. You must. That is your salvation. Not the other person's. Yours. First uh, John 3.15 says, Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer. That is the word of God, and the word of God cannot be broken. Whoever, whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer. And yet you go to Facebook and you see hate spewed everywhere. If you hate another political party, you are a murderer. You're a murderer. What did we just read in 2 Timothy, or 1 Timothy 2? It said, giving a thanks be made for all men. Do you know you have to give thanks for every one of your enemies? Whether they are in your home, whether they are at work, whether they are in Washington, D.C. You have to give thanks for them. And if you do, you will find when you start giving thanks for people that you don't like, that your heart will change. Your heart will change every time. And I get them. Emails. Accusing me of all sorts of things. Accusing this ministry that I'm in a cult. That we're in a cult. That, you know, and it's like, well, my cult brings everything I need. Heals people. Gets them delivered. This is a cult I can live with. You know? But when that happens, it says... Pray for those that despitefully use you and persecute you. You, When you do that, you get on my prayer list. You do. And every time it just seems a little tough, I start blessing my enemies. I start praying for them. You know what it does? It lifts me above them. If you hate, if you have hate in your heart, I want you to read the rest of that verse. Whosoever hateth his brother or his family or his ex, or your co-workers. Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. Do you see how serious that is? You know what it says in Revelations 21? You know who is thrown into the lake of fire? The fearful, the unbelieving, and I think number five, murderers. Murderers. Your very eternal life. Depends on your forgiving and not hating. Your eternal life depends on your forgiving and your getting rid of the hate. You have to. Not for their sakes, for your sake. You are not God's special case. He has billions and billions of special cases. You must take care of that. Now, back to 1 Timothy. We'll, um, we'll finish. I want us to go down to um, verse 4. Oh, verse 3. We're going to go, and next week, the next time we get together, we'll talk about verse 2. For kings, for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. I want to spend a little time on that, but it's the next verse. 4. Four, 
this giving of thanks, for these supplications, for these prayers, for these intercessions, for all men and kings and all that are in authority. Look what happens. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God. Brownie points. What does Romans 12 say? He says that God has a good, acceptable, and perfect will. Will you get the first two just by obeying these verses? It is the will of God, first of all. First of all. Supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Amen? This God is after this group of women. Dole said, I need a group of women that can pray. And he's bringing it about. He's taking baby steps. But I tell you what, he's cleaning up that vessel so we can pray. So that we can pray. And I'm not talking about just for salvation. I'm talking about baptism. I'm talking about deliverance. I'm talking about healing. I'm talking about changing the world. Amen? Amen. Anybody else need prayer? Yeah. All right. See you next week. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, care of Water of Life Church, post office box 861 327 Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.